Welcome to Nomcast, where we take a deep dive into your food and splash around to see what we can find. I'm your host, Alice Saslavsky, and I want everyone to take a deep breath and stay calm because this episode is about to get a little bit funky. As always, before we get into it, I want to remind you to keep your brains switched on and fully charged because there'll be a quiz at the end. But let's start things off today with an easy question. Have you ever opened the fridge and had a really bad smell crawl up your nose? If the answer is yes, spare a thought for the 600 people at RMIT University in Melbourne who had to be evacuated from the campus a couple of years ago because of a smell that was so bad, authorities thought it must be dangerous. Their first theory was that the bad smell was a gas leak. But when they went in to investigate, they found the gas pipes were working fine. So they kept following their noses to find that the horrible smell was in fact coming from a pile of durians that had been left to rot in a cupboard. You might have seen durians in the fruit section before. They're a big yellow spiky fruit that looks a bit like a pineapple and a lychee crossed with some kind of medieval weapon. People absolutely love them because they're a rare fruit that's savoury, sweet and creamy all at once. But once you open them up, things can get a little bit interesting. The food writer Richard Sterling once described the smell of durians as a mixture of turpentine and onions garnished with a gym sock. It's so strong that you can actually get a hefty fine in Singapore if you're caught eating a durian on public transport. And that's with just a fresh durian. So you can imagine what it would have been like opening up that cupboard at RMIT. In a pickle? Contact Brine Time Solutions today. Call 1-800-BRINE-TIME to find out more. And remember, you'll have a fine time with Brine Time when you're walking on the fine line. But what actually happens when a piece of fruit starts to rot? How come some foods smell toxic when they get old, while others last for months and months, and even get better with age? Well, when fruit and veggies get old, chemical reactions break down the cells and tiny little organisms like bacteria and fungi start to grow. When bacteria breaks down the sugars in foods, it creates gas, acid or alcohol, which can create some strange smells. But that's not always a bad thing. Over millions of years, humans have figured out how to take advantage of this process. The key is to create conditions where you encourage the good bacteria to grow instead of the stuff that makes you sick. This process is called fermentation. Take sauerkraut, for example. It's basically just cabbage. If you left a cabbage out for too long, it would go all slimy and gross, and it wouldn't be a good idea to eat it. But it turns out if you chop it, then knead the cabbage until it's a wet cabbagey mess, then add salt and weigh it all down, It ferments into a new thing called sauerkraut, which lasts for ages and tastes great in sandwiches. All ancient cultures figured out how to use fermentation in some way or other to make food last longer and taste yummier. It helped people cross deserts and seas and survive droughts and cold winters. It also helps a lot of people with digestion because our guts are full of good and bad bacteria. So the good bacteria from fermented food can help keep everything in balance. But every body is different. 
yogurt, salami, kombucha, kimchi, tempeh, sourdough, preserved fish, all of this stuff is fermented. Cheese is technically just fermented milk. Some people can eat this stuff and feel great. Some people feel sick at the thought of it. For me, they're some of my favourite foods. Kombucha is an interesting one because it's fermented tea that you make using a big, squishy mass of bacteria and yeast called a SCOBY, which stands for a symbiotic community of bacteria and yeast. If you saw a SCOBY on the beach, you'd probably think it was a deadly jellyfish. But at some point in the last 2,000 years, someone, probably from northwest China, plopped a SCOBY into some tea and made a delicious fizzy new drink from it. It might have been an accident. Or they might have just been a fearless tea tinkerer. There's a fermented Japanese dish called natto. It's slimy soybeans that smell a bit like blue cheese. In a traditional Japanese breakfast, you can mix it with a raw egg and be charged up with energy for the rest of the morning. Legend has it that the first version of the dish was prepared in the saddlebags of a samurai's horse. While on a campaign in northeast Japan, a man called Minamoto no Yoshie was supposed to have stopped to cook some soybeans with his soldiers, but he was attacked before he could set it all up. Yoshie didn't have time to store the beans away properly because they were under attack, so he just stashed them, and after a few days packed in straw, they started to rot, becoming slimy and stinky with bacteria. During wartime, food can be hard to come by, so when Yoshie's soldiers had the chance... They must have just decided to eat the slimy soybean mess anyway, despite the mouldy smell. Now, natto fans all around the world get to enjoy a pungent, vitamin-rich breakfast that's simple to make and can be stored for a long time, all because Yoshie ran out of time. <laughs> History is full of stories of people who braved funky foods to see what would happen if they ate it. It's said that the first cheese was just milk that was carried in a goat's stomach sack across the desert until it went lumpy. So next time you enjoy a cheesy pizza or a toasty, maybe take a moment to thank the brave people in history who dared to get funky with fermented food. All right, quiz time. Question one. Which campus in Melbourne was evacuated because of a stinky durian? Question two. Name four fermented foods we've mentioned in today's NOMCAST. Question three. Who is said to have accidentally invented natto? Question four. What's the name of the culture you put in tea to make kombucha? Question five. What three things are released when bacteria breaks down the sugars in a piece of fruit? Question six. What do you add to sauerkraut to help it ferment? Okay. That's all we have time for today. Make sure you check phenomenon.com.au for the quiz answers and check back for more deep dives from the Phenomenon Nomcast. Over and out. This podcast was brought to you by Hort Innovation using the mushroom and onion research and development levies and funds from the Australian government. For more information, visit horticulture.com.au. For more information on Phenomenon, check out phenomenon.com.au.